people's family welcome to mike paper scissors we're gonna rock out today me and my man b rock what's up b rock oh man if i was any better man i don't know if i could stand it you know how we do down here in texas (laughs) hey i'm gonna let you take this one what you want to talk about today man um what i really want to talk about is um your people today man Or as 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 we say, our our people, and how everyone is reacting to the Breonna Taylor verdict. Um, I'm not surprised by the reaction and how strongly people feel about it, and that people are out protesting and you know just looking at this as a pure and utter example of. Black people not receiving justice. Um, However, um, I've I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think too often we get behind the wrong wrong agenda. We hitch our wagon to the wrong example. And this might ruffle some feathers, but I honestly feel like Breonna Taylor might not be the one to have this big uproar about uh, police injustice in the black community. Um, I can get into a little bit more why I feel like that later, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's how I feel now before anybody gets up in arms. I'm saying this from the start, that woman did not deserve to die at all. Okay. I am not saying that woman deserved to die. Nobody deserves to die that way. However, she, as far as what has been released and what, you know, evidence is shown and so on and so forth, she ain't the saint that we making her out to be either. And by we, I'm talking about we as the Black Collective that are using her as one of the figureheads of this movement um, against police brutality as it refers to our, our social injustice and everything regarding what we as Black people are facing in this country. I mean, saying and no saint, man. I, I'm I'm rocking behind her, man, because it's just not. It just wasn't right, and it, it just wasn't right. Um, okay, well, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Regardless of 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 the situation, and when I say regardless, regardless of it, I mean, I you know I know the backstory. Her ex boyfriend was having allegedly having drugs shipped to her house. You know, they ran through the house. Mm-hmm. No drug no drugs found. Um I mean I, I, I gotta rock with her. I gotta rock with her. I mean I'm gonna get a little bit more in depth to it, man. But you, you kinda threw me off with your with your statement. So I'm gonna let you, you know, lead into this one so I can come so I can come in. Yeah and I and I'm not saying that you know, people shouldn't rock with her, not, you know, 
I'm not saying that people shouldn't feel like something wrong was done. However, you you know how I am about accountability as a people. We got to do better as a people. We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard as a people. This ain't even about a black white thing. This is a, this is about black people doing better for black people. That said, let's talk about the game, man. You know, all of us got a pass. All of us have been, you know, been here, done that, got the t-shirt, whatever. So, if you in the game, you in the dope game, let's call it what it is. You in the dope game. Mm-hmm. Police run up in your house. Somebody fires a shot. And not, we're not talking about Breonna Taylor. We're just talking about Joe Blow normal. Okay, Somebody general, fires a right. shot in general. What would you say the ending to that story would be? I mean, somebody getting shot. Somebody may get somebody may get killed. And and that's what happened, man. You know, I mean, I hate I hate that it happened. Like I said, that woman didn't have to die like that. But I would ask you if she was, you know, if the circumstances were different, if she was not but you know, allegedly involved in a lifestyle that warranted the police to execute a warrant on her house, because contrary to what a lot of people um, believe, her name was actually on the warrant. They were there to execute the warrant for her. It wasn't for anybody else. It was for her. Right, right. So if you weren't involved in that type of activity, don't you reduce the likelihood of you getting shot in your own spot? You you do, but now, I'm not I saying also, you're. I'm not saying it won't happen because I got cases that we can get behind. If you really want to get behind some police bull bullshit that's that's happened, we got those cases where we can get behind. We can get behind the Bossom Gene case and say, hey, that officer didn't get get enough time. We can get behind a Tatiana Jefferson who was shot through her own window while she was in in the in her house playing video games with her nephew when you got instances like that and the police were there they weren't there to execute a warrant they weren't there looking for a high-risk suspect they were supposed to be performing a health and wellness check mm-hmm. you're talking about Tatiana Jefferson right and yeah. and she got popped through. you want to get behind something like that I'm with you but when you in the game let's be real allegedly that, man that, let's that, be all right Allegedly, Alleged. if you are allegedly in the game, sometimes that shit come with the game. All right, let me ask you this. So the police came with this warrant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if they came with a warrant, that means you would have had a high probability that there was drugs in that house. Because if you were watching the house, you would have seen a, a lot of traffic packages being delivered. Not necessarily. Not necessarily because the way that that warrant was executed from what I read in the police report and yes, you know, for those who may want to ask, yes, I am aware that things can be doctored and things can be manipulated. Blase, blase. Only thing I can base my opinion on is the evidence that I've seen structured around the case. So according to that police report, they weren't just hitting just Specifically to get drugs, they were hitting the entire group. I hate the I I hate to call it a quote unquote syndicate. They wouldn't like I don't, I don't think they was moving like that, but they hit the entire group, and that meant 
the stash houses. They hit the money. They hit everything. You know, so that that's one. Two, you know, as far if if what was said on those um those phone recordings where her name was put out there as somebody who was controlling the money, now nah, she wouldn't have no dope in her house. You don't keep you don't keep dope and money in the same place. At least not for long. So, I mean, but they didn't find they didn't find nothing in the house. Right. And if she was supposed to be the clean, if she was supposed to be the cleaner, you're not going to. So what are you going in the house for then? Because she was part of the investigation. They had video evidence of her from oh, the street. Hold up. Time out. Time out, cousin. Time out. When you when you're doing a no not warrant at that now, time of hour, you're trying to find something. Because you could you could have done that raid during the daytime. You absolutely you, right. You absolutely you went right. at night. You, you went at night because you were looking for something. You're absolutely right. And maybe just maybe that explains why, although they got approvals for no knock warrants, her hers was not executed as a no knock warrant. They actually knocked per the um per the testimony of the boyfriend that was in the house who fired the shot, as well as numerous neighbors. They knocked. So you're absolutely right. If they if they thought they was gonna get something heavy in her house. Then yeah, you you go ahead and, and bang the door in. She was the one house that they stopped of, of the houses that they hit. Her house was the one where they actually ignored the no knock and knocked on the door. So yes, you're right. You're right. They probably wasn't expecting to get nothing major in her apartment. They were there for her. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I. I... I mean, this this smells like a lot of bullshit to me. I mean, yeah, it, it does. It does smell like a lot of bullshit. But the question is, which side of the bullshit does it smell like? Because on one hand, you know, a lot of us probably feel like, yo, this smells like a lot of bullshit on the police side. And on the other hand, I just, you know, like I said, I she didn't deserve to die. No, she no, didn't. that's what it comes she down to. She didn't. she didn't. Yeah, she didn't deserve to die. But I also understand the 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 aspect of I mean, yo, if you you live in that life, sometimes that shit happens. Now I think that it's it's viewed as much more egregious because of the the state that we're in as a country, um, the volatile relationship that we have as a black community in regards to police officers. Um, so anytime a black person is killed by a police officer and or someone white, oh, we, we, you know, we, we banded together and, you know, hey, this, this shit ain't right. But that could have just as easily been somebody kicking in the door trying to get the, trying to get the bag, thinking that the bag was there and nobody would have said anything. Now, um, I do understand that the police are supposed to be a trained entity. They're supposed to be there to protect us, so on and so forth. But they were there executing a warrant. So they, I mean, they weren't necessarily there in that capacity. Now, did they, did they go over the top from what I read in their report? Yeah, they aired the whole house out and our apartment out rather. So if you want to, if you want to argue that they did too much, okay, we can argue that. Um, but I also would sit here and argue with you that, if, again, if you're executing, if a warrant is being executed 
shots from inside of the house where the warrant is being executed are fired. A police officer is hit. My only question, if you think that something was done wrong, what would you have done differently? Should they have just all fall, fell back and say, oh, when our dudes got hit, let's, you know, let's pack it up, let's go home, let's not execute this warrant? Um, should they not have returned fire? What, what could they have done differently in that particular instance? Because, I mean, you talked about the no-knock warrant, but they actually not. So what, what else could they have done differently? Yeah, but then you have the contradiction of witnesses who are saying, they announced themselves, then they didn't announce themselves, and neither one of us were there to, to that can corroborate their story, whether they did right. or didn't. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I, again, I'm asking you if, if, all right, they're banging on the door, so you, you know, and again, I wasn't there. At the I, time I, of I, hour that they bang, yeah, I'm probably going to pull out the heat and, yeah, you know, as, be as, ready. As, as would I. But I'm, I, I'm also asking myself, just, I'm, you know, and believe me, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting here trying to be a police apologist or a white apologist or anything. I would, in my mind, if you're beating on the door at, at that time of hour, you're probably yelling "police" unless you're coming in with bad intentions. And so I don't, you know, you you got people saying that, hey, yeah, they they were banging on the door. We heard them, so they were knocking. Um, but they also are saying, hey, we didn't hear them say "police." So I can also say at that time of hour, maybe something gets mixed, missed in the, in the communication. My, my question still remains the same. If you as an officer, let, let's say you are the officer, you're there to execute a warrant. Door comes down. You've been beating on the door. Door comes down. Shots fired. One of your partners is down. What do you do? You, you shoot back. But from my understanding, they hadn't even got the door open. Soon as the, the 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 banging started, Kenny Walker, the boyfriend, started shooting. They started shooting through the door, so the door wasn't even open. I ask you again. You there? I, I, I answered, man. I said shoot back, but then I gave you the the other part of the story. It's, and I've heard that's and and that's the part that I really when you say it's, it smells like some bullshit that is, that is part of the bullshit that I really would like to get a better grasp on because when you you have witness testimony saying that shots were fired before the police were in the door police reports saying that they were in the door because the officer actually got shot in the doorway when the door came open because because uh, supposedly he saw um, Kenneth Walker actually fired the shot. Yeah, you know, so so which one was it? Right? Yeah, which one was it? I, all of that being said, to me, it, it's it's a horrible lesson I have to learn. But if you out here like that, you run the risk of something like that happening. You you run the risk of being exposed. You run the risk of police executing a no-knock warrant in your, you know, in your home, and unfortunately, it got this young lady killed. It did, and it it did, and with a lot of, I mean, I can't not emphasize it enough, the bullshit, and I think that's what makes it more outrageous, 
I mean, you had the the cover ups. They not releasing the um the transcripts. I mean, they arrested they arrested the boyfriend immediately and charged him with attempted murder. But those cops, those cops, didn't get charged with shit. One of them, the one that got the wonton uh, charge, because, I mean, he got charged because his bullets didn't hit her. Right. Well, because it because it went into another um another um house. Well, he uh, another apartment. He, he getting charged for shooting in somebody else's apartment. <laughs> yeah. Not having control of your your not not having um, proper control of your firearm. Some something to that effect. And, I mean, so if you if you standing if you standing at the door, like how I, and you still shooting straight ahead because you're behind the door, obviously. How is your bullets going everywhere else? Like, where else are you shooting? Well, I mean, it's an apartment complex. It could have went through a window, through a wall. Um, I'm over here um, quoting the Yin Yang twins. Either way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's apartments, man. So, I mean, that that part is easy. You know, I mean, even with my own home protection, there are certain rounds and stuff that I don't use and certain weapons that I don't use for home protection just based on the fact that you know, I have multiple people in my home and I don't need, I need whoever I'm engaging to be shot. I don't need a bullet to go through them and through a wall and potentially hit somebody who was, un, who you know, hit somebody unintentionally. Uh, I would like to believe that the um, police have that same training. Although if they didn't, you know, I wouldn't, at this point, I wouldn't be totally surprised because it seems like one of the biggest things that a lot of police officers are lacking is the appropriate training in high stress situations. Because honestly, these some of this stuff is like, why are you reacting that way in this particular situation? And I think that fight or flight kicks in a lot. Um, even in that regard, you know, in, in this particular instance, um, you know, shots fired, police are going to fire back. If you have a true tactical unit, they're probably going to um, execute cover fire, back off, and then re-engage. I don't know if police are taught that. Just being mm-hmm. totally honest. Yeah. You know, do, I mean, do, what did they have? Did they have smoke grenades, flashbangs? Should they have had SWAT there? I'm pretty sure of all the houses that they planned on hitting, they probably thought hers was the least threatening. I mean, because you're going to hit all right, you're going to hit the, the spot where the money gets pushed through and occasion, uh, allegedly an alleged re-ups get sent there or you're going to hit the stash house. Which one do you think would be most dangerous? Probably the stash. Right. And if her house was the least dangerous, like I said, you know, about 10 minutes ago, I mean, we can, we can, we can serve a warrant during the daytime and go in there and check the place. We don't gotta um, wait till we don't gotta wait till midnight. We can go. You're listen. you're you're right, except for one little thing. If they're trying to take down everybody, you hit them all at the same time. You hit them all at the same time, so nobody got time to call nobody. No time. Nobody got time to prepare. If they would have hit her house earlier, the other dudes could have they, they could have cleaned up and been out. If they hit them first and she caught wind of it, she could have been out. You hit them all at the same time. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, that's just you know. I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I I really I hear yeah. You. 
Yeah, so um, I mean, I I hate I hate that it happened, man. I hate that that one. I, I it's it's a tragedy what happened, but I cannot help but wonder if the allegations are absolutely true because I know we keep saying allegedly. If, if she was in the game, like she was in the game, they would have had I'm, better. They would have had better surveillance. They would have had better intel on what was really going on at that house. They wouldn't have just well, did a shot shot in the dark and let's take a shot at it. I I can't buy it. Uh, I I don't think they were doing a shot shot in the dark. I mean, at least according at least not according to um the police report. I don't know if you've read it, man. It's it's actually long and it's and it's kind of a tedious read. It's about thirty seven pages long. Were but they, were they doing they, surveillance been, on the crib? Yes. They they had a camera posted on her crib. They okay. had a, a, a camera posted. Well, let me rephrase that on her street, rather, to see the coming and going on her street as well as on the street where the um where um one of the stash houses was. So she's been she had been under surveillance and had been on um on their radar since um 2016. Now the she originally popped up on their radar apparently because of um. Uh, unfortunately, a kid who got killed and was found in a rental car that was under her, that was rented under her name. Now, she said she, you know, you know, she wasn't in the car. She had let a friend borrow the car, didn't know what happened, so on and so forth. But that's when she started popping up on the radar because the guy who was in question for it, who ended up being the guy who was running this dope, this dope ring, she bailed him out. And so she popped up on the radar. Not to mention, I mean, this guy has been kind of in and out on some, you know, on some dope charges that wouldn't stick and some other stuff that wouldn't stick. And her apartment was always listed as his his um, home of record. Her apartment was also um, was also registered to the was listed as the um, address for the vehicles that they had him on on camera driving. And her apartment was on the record when she when he would get bailed out. Her name and her address was what was listed on the bail sheet. So she's been getting watched. Okay. Um, then my next question would be, you know, they had to have some some wrongdoing because they settled with the family pretty fast. I mean, like a six month like Yo, okay. because perfect ahead. example. You had the cop in Minneapolis, the Somalian cop that shot that white woman. Yeah, he her, got her her family got twenty million. Ooh. And he went to and he went to jail for twelve and a half years. Yeah. But in that... this so this case, this case, they settled. So I'm there's no, some the, wrongdoing going. There, there may be. They may, you know what? If there is some wrongdoing, I'll be the first to say I, I wouldn't doubt it. If something came out and the police had some wrongdoing, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so I'm not going to even shoot that down and say, "Hey, something was done wrong." But I will also, um, I also wouldn't, I wouldn't ignore the idea that they may, maybe just maybe came to the family and said, "Look." We know y'all done went through a tough time. It's a lot of pain and suffering. We, you know, we hate that this tragedy happened. We can either settle this out of court or we can really get into depth about what we were investigating. 
which would, in essence, kind of drag her name through the mud. She already did. I mean, that was their front from the beginning. They tried to cover. They covered up their bullshit by trying to drag her in there. The boyfriend had no criminal record and a legit gun owner. She yeah. didn't have a record. She she was an Emmy uh, EMT working, you know, an essential worker during this corona. So. I, mean, uh, I don't think they would have. I, I think we need to fact check that because to um because the information that I read says she was past tense and, and I don't mean was because she's dead. She was an was an EMT, but she hadn't practiced as an EMT if I'm not mistaken for like the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, again, I'm not saying that there wasn't a cover or whatever the case may be, but. I'll ask you this. If it was your family member and you felt that strongly about it, that they were that innocent and didn't have nothing that you wanted out there like that, would you take the settlement or would you fight it? And, you know, hey, maybe, just maybe or something there. Maybe. Maybe is all I'm saying. Well, because because the blue because the blue gang has um better lawyers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, they have some of the best attorneys um known to man. I mean, they they and, definitely had the stronger legal team. And qualified immunity kind of saves you. It's it, it's kind of hard to battle battle that game. Yeah, I mean and 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 you know, it's un, it's unfortunate because their qualified immunity um is very high risk to the people that they are um, quote unquote, sworn to protect and serve, because they are in a position to where they could, you know, they could enforce lethal force on the people that they're protecting. They're protecting and serving. I mean, qualified immunity goes in, in a number of different vocations to an extent. Um, I mean, I, it's I, I know well, it's you know, it's government workers, really. Well, I mean, not even just government workers. Hell, we could talk healthcare, federal. And, yeah, you know, yeah, doctors, you know, have malpractice insurance, so on and so forth, but. I think that if I'm not mistaken, there is only one case ever where a doctor has been criminally charged for the malpractice that they were performing. Now, have doctors been sued? Absolutely. Shit happens all the time. But I'm talking about criminally charged where they say, nah, you were in here killing people. I think it's only happened once. In Dr. Dr. Kevorkian? Um. (laughs) <laughs> we, I'll tell you about that offline. We'll, we'll talk about that because we might actually bring that one up on the show. But you know, it, it, there there's forms of immunity for various occupations that are considered high risk when you're dealing with other people. Um, it, it just makes it that much more egregious when you're talking about the fact that you have police officers who are supposed to protect and serve, and they have the tools of lethality that they can that can be used on us at any time. And because now it becomes a matter of of it, it becomes subjective as to whether or not you know they fear for their lives. Um, were you um, were you resisting? Did you pose um, an immediate threat? It, it's so much subject subjectivity to what is the appropriate response. Um, that I mean, I'm gonna be real honest. I wouldn't. Want, I wouldn't want to be a cop. And I'm talking about even if you put me in my own neighborhood where I grew up and wanted to give back to my community, I wouldn't want to be a police officer because I don't want the weight of having to figure out if this is the time that I'm supposed to use 
you know, extreme force and try to try to decipher if it's appropriate or if I'm gonna make it home. Because if it comes down to you know, like I wouldn't I don't want that burden. Now me knowing that I wouldn't take job. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who take that job and don't I don't either they don't care or don't understand the gravity of that burden. All right, I'm gonna open a can, I'm gonna open a door. And this is going to be for another show, but I do want to put it out there. And, you know, you said you wouldn't want to take a job even in my own community. All right, answer this question. This has always been a question on my mind. So the narrative of there's bad apples in the forest, right? Yeah. Answer me this. How come all the bad apples happen to be white? Ooh. Is it that the bad apples are all white, or is it that that's the ones that we see? Is it that the bad apples are all white, or is it that that we only react when it's white officers killing black people and not black officers doing some other shit? I mean, you 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 have a yeah. very very yeah. low low percentage of black officers that are just going around. Shit, killing you could have actually stopped right there and just said we have a very low percentage of black officers. <laughs> that too. Well, that's why I said. That's why I said this. This com- This is. This is a whole another conversation for another show. Yeah, because I mean, I wonder if it would be different if we had, if there was more balance of officers of color. Would those numbers decrease? I, I really do wonder that. And, and and maybe that that should be a part of the reform. That the government is trying to push. Maybe we maybe we need more officers of color. You know, yeah. You know, yes. I. You know what? No, not maybe. We do, because I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's not a whole lot of. It's not a whole lot of them out there. At least not that I see. And, and just to also to put this on record, I'm not for defunding the police. To me, that's dumb as hell. Oh yeah. Oh man. I I would rather have police reform. I well, don't want to defund them. I want to reform them. Hey, be careful. Because like that's, that's, we that's my and, and that's and, my opinion. That's they're gonna give you the Charles opinion. Barkley treatment. You better be careful. <laughs> Why be I mean re, I, wouldn't reforming them be a, a, a better strategy than defunding them? Look, Sam, I'm totally with you. Um I think that police reform is absolutely needed. Police defunding, not so much. Now, anybody who knows me knows, hey, I'm always down for a little social anarchy, so if you decide that you want to defund the police, then if you're going to do that, you need to lift any and all bans on the Second Amendment, bans or restrictions on the Second Amendment. And I need to be able to have whatever I want to protect me and mine. If I want a rocket launcher that I mount in my garage, I should be able to have it. Because if you're going to defund the police and I and something go down and I can't call the police because they ain't got the funds to service my area, then I need to be able to protect me and mine with whatever I want. And we know that's not going to happen. So, no, the police do not need to be, in my opinion, they don't need to be defunded. No, they, they, they need reform. But I say be careful because I, you know, I opened this up with talking about how, you know, our people are reacting to everything that's, you know, revolving this case. And I said, the reason I say be careful before we get to Charles Barkley treatment, because in all, for all intents and purposes, that's what Charles Barkley said. Hey, you know what? It's a tragedy what happened to her. 
Um, you know, but we don't need to be out here talking about defunding the police and all of that. We, you know, we actually need the police around. Some people actually want to be able to call the police. Maybe they need reform, but not defunding. And he got called everything from a coon to, I think he got donkey of the day. He, I think he made the cut for one of those memes that said, all, kin, all skin folk and kin folk, all because he said he didn't want to defund the police. I think he, I think he caught hell because you know he's of a certain status. Oh, because of his, because of his affluence, he shouldn't. Okay, well then, I want to. If that's the case, this kind of goes back to what we say all the time. We sure as hell come down hard on our folks when we do stuff like that. But didn't nobody come down on Alyssa Milano who was out here as one of our what? What do we call them? Our um, you know, I forget what we call our. our Call the the white people that actually help out in the our, our comrades. She's one of our comrades, and she's you know pushing BLM and so on and so forth. But she sure as hell called the police on that kid that was running around with their airsoft gun after two months after she was talking about defunding the police. So I think it's it's awfully rich of her, and I mean that pun intended to say, yeah, y'all need to defund the police. Y'all are being over police. Meanwhile, something goes on in her gated community, and who's the first people she calls? The damn police. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, you know, if we're going to give black folks hell for feeling that way, give white folks just as much hell for being contrary to what they were saying. Now, but, but, but what I think that we do as a community, and, you know, I say all of that, man, at the end of the day, it's really not to, you know, to cause arguments or strife amongst our community. What I really would like for people to realize is this. There is more than one way to be pro-black. There is more than one way to achieve um, the social equality that we're looking for, the economic um, leverage that we want. There is more than one way to skin this cat. And I think that what we have to stop doing in order to build us as a unit is stop criticizing black people who actually have the same agenda as you do, but just go about it differently. Just because I see it a different way does not mean that I don't have the same goal as you. Hey, Stephen A. Smith said, I don't have to take your path to get to the, to get to the same destination. Exactly. Exactly. I think the, 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 com- the common grounds that we need is that we need to come together is to look at the end goal. Now, you know, if I don't go the same way you do, does that make me any less black? No, I still wake up in the morning and I still see a black man. I still got the same struggles, deal with the same things that that, that we all deal with. However, you know, my life experiences and the things that I've grown up through and went through and have shaped me to where I may see things a little differently than you. However, my goal is still the same. And that's for the can the advancement of our people uh, for us to come together for us to experience economic freedom for us to take that power that we have and elevate us as a whole as a collective and we all ain't gonna see doing that the same way but when you start to ostracize people for not following what is considered the black social norm you start losing people so rather than do that Let's put our heads together and say, all right, look, I know you see this a little differently. I may not understand why, because I haven't had your experiences, but let's see if we can find a common ground so that we can get to the end goal, because the end goal is the same. There you go. On that note, 
Ah, we want to thank y'all for listening. I mean, rock could go on, but we're gonna we're gonna hold that for another show. Like the whole last ten minutes of the show could just be for a whole another show. But Indeed. I want to thank y'all for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace, peace. This is called Mike Paper Scissors.